Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist, uh, episode 202. Uh, so we're going to go back to uh, horologically speaking at this point. Uh, get a lot of questions and a lot of calls and, and writes, write-ins of how to set the calendar dial of your tall case clock. So let's get started. So many antique clocks have a calendar feature to show the current monthly date. This may be in the form of, say, a small square box or aperture in the dial with a number showing through it, or a small crescent shape cut out with the dial showing the actual day plus a day or two on each side of it, or a pointer. On most clocks, the calendar is positioned just above the six-hour numeral. The manner of resetting the date is the same, whichever form of calendar it has. It is not necessary to wind the main clock hands forward for days on end to reset the calendar. In fact, this is positively unwise. Calendars are moved on by one full unit per day. But with some clocks, principally 30-hour clocks, this may take the form of being moved half a turn twice a day. Makes you a little more confused, I know. In other words, the calendar changes by moving, by being moved one full unit every 24 hours or one half unit every 12 hours. The calendar is in drive, so to speak, which I mean actually turning, for a period of three hours or so a day on a 24-hour changing calendar. And during this time, it cannot be reset. In the case of a 20-hour changing calendar, I'm sorry, a 12-hour changing calendar, it is, in quote, in drive during a period of three hours or so twice a day and cannot be moved when it is in drive, okay? And these actually go the same for uh, these contemporary clocks, tall case clocks with three weights and glass glass doors, you know, things that I really don't like to do much service on. But it's the same thing. When, when you have, uh, uh, I delivered a clock last week to someone, uh, Westminster Chime, it's a, it's a Howard Miller, the standard stuff, it's a 30-year-old clock, and he, he wants the moon dial changed to the current setting. And I said, I can't because it is, it is quote, in drive. And uh, he didn't quite get it. It took a while to talk to him and understand that, you know, that there is a little, little bit of engagement starting with, with the pin and one of the sawtooth, and it had to go through, you know, that whole, uh, the whole balance of that pin. So uh, anyway, um, to the novice, these things at times are difficult to, uh, to push forward. So... The calendar, <clears throat> whether shown by a pointer or a disc, can be moved in the direction of ascending numbers when not in drive. This is usually clockwise, but keep in mind, it's not always. Many calendars have a ratchet to stop them from being moved backwards, and it is always safest to try to move them in order of ascending numbers. If the hand or disc refuses to move, let the clock run for two or three more hours and try again, as it should be free to move at that point. 
a pointer can be moved from the front as with any clock hand. A calendar disc is better moved by sliding it from behind the dial. It is not necessary to stop the clock from running when changing the calendar setting. If the calendar does not progress as the clock runs, then the calendar drive is probably damaged or missing, could have a broken or bent tooth, and it needs the attention of an antiquarian horological restorer. So, nice little episode on calendar dials. Greg Perry signing out the historic preservationist. And uh, just want to let everybody else know out there, if you want to find us on IGTV, it's under the Salem Hist, H-I-S-T, Preservationist. Salem County Hist Preservationist. IGTV, and that's where you'll find us. And I think they play uh, small videos under 15 minutes. Greg Perry signing out. Thanks for listening.